Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, the founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We are emotioneering human performance, not engineering it. In season one, we talked about emotioneering the modern mindset and really about those people skills and the expression and the communication. In season two that we're in now, we're going to have topics center around everything to do with emotioneering business results. And that's going to cover creating great places to work, increasing profits, human capital, the people, getting record-breaking results, and world-class employee engagement. I'm going to be interviewing guests that I know are absolute experts in this area, and will be able to share their knowledge, share their learnings on the journey with you and myself. And I'm really looking forward to getting in to all things emotioneering with them. Remember to subscribe to YouTube, to the Facebook page, to Instagram, LinkedIn. And of course, you can go to the website, modernmindgroup.co.uk, and you'll get our monthly newsletter there. Enjoy the show. For one of the last podcasts that I did, I talked about how to engage employees. Okay. And I, I went in a little bit on that. Uh, but one of the other big questions that gets asked a lot is, how do I engage my employees within a remote team or a hybrid team, right? Maybe you have some in the office and you have some that are working remote. Now, if we go years ago, a remote team might have actually been a physical location where it was in the back of beyond. And actually, it took you a lot of time to visit there. For example, Inverness in the top of Scotland. I'm not saying it's completely remote now. Of course it isn't. But years ago, it might have been much more remote to travel there as a leader or as a, um, a senior member of the management team to see what was happening in that particular location or to you know travel all the way down to Penzance when maybe you're in um, the north of England. So there's there's that was what was the challenge or that was considered a remote team uh, years ago someone that would you know a remote team or location that would be like an island uh, you might have phone calls with them but you wouldn't often be able to get there but you would have a manager on site that would uh, that would sort of uh, support uh, the employees that were there right think retail outlets uh, and different uh, locations fast forward what has happened in the last two to three years is that remote teams are now dispersed teams they are decentralized often global and people are working from home a lot more there's much more flexible working in terms of hours in terms of what is being delivered and also uh, there's many different cultures and uh, different just different people and a different way of working you may not have even met your teammates face to face uh, you've only maybe seen them over a video call uh, or a lot of the people that you've recruited um, recently there's time zones that are, are a challenge like I said different cultures different understanding uh, different language at times um, different roles uh, that you might actually be as a leader, you're, you're managing teams with different roles as well. So these can, can also be some of the challenges. Here's what I really believe about engaging remote teams. I believe there is no difference. I know it sounds a little bit bizarre, but I believe there is no difference between leading a team of people face and they are there versus leading a team of people in a remote perspective. I would approach both 
in exactly the same way as a leader. All that's going to happen is my channels of communication are going to change. And there's there's challenges more for the team than there actually is for me as a leader. There's three main challenges that there's only three as uh, the one, the top priorities of leading a remote team of people. The top ones are going to be the connections and relationships. How do I as a leader ensure that I have a great relationship with these particular people and the people within the team? So that's number one. Secondly, uh, how they have, um, uh, uh, sorry, second to that is how they have a relationship to together also. Uh, the second point, I could visually see if I'm there in person, how the work is being done and how effective that is. And the third challenge The last foremost one that is there is that best practice is minimalized in a remote team because in a physical team where they get to, you know, you're sitting next to somebody else in a call center, you're standing next to somebody else who's serving someone in the hospitality sector, for example, you can see how they perform. So you learn from the people around you. So those those are going to be the three main challenges that I see working as a learning and performance consultant when there is a remote team. But in terms of being a leader, you absolutely apply the same ethics, the same principles. The only thing that changes is the communication method and how you plan for that. That's it. That's that's the only things. Being open, being empathetic, being compassionate, caring about your people and connecting with them is 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 going to be the same regardless it's that level of trust though so this this is the difference because when you have worked in a remote team and managed remote teams or consulted for remote teams coached remote teams all all these things that you understand like I can confidently say to you that I see no difference in the way that I apply myself from a a remote to an in-person approach for someone that and and this happened to a lot of people over the last couple of years, for someone that is a leader that has moved now from working face-to-face always to now having to work at home with a remote team, that's where the challenge is in, is the skill set to be able to adapt the communication and approach to match what is now happening in the environment. That is where it is at. So you've got to sort of say to yourself, Out of the initiatives and the things that I've been doing, how can I replicate that in the best possible way still from a remote perspective? So if I know that there's going to be challenges with relationships, how can I encourage if those are the three key main areas? How can I encourage relationships to still be built because people are now working on their own? There's less coordination and uh, they're having less chance to bond together. Right. So how do I replicate that in in a remote perspective? There's something to say there, though. It will never replace the face-to-face impact of spending time together. So if you can get your team to spend time together face-to-face with or without you, brilliant, because those shared experiences and that bonding can help that relationship and help the teamwork to grow. If that is not possible because of restrictions, COVID, all sorts of other things, then being able to adapt to that and how you do it and what initiatives you have is going to be key. From a visibility perspective, if I can't see how something is being done, then how can I use technology in the best way that I can and approach it differently from what is happening with my team? So uh, 
For example, uh, something that I've run recently working with a leadership team within um, local retail based outlets. So they were retail and and leisure. And I'm coaching them from a distance. They get to see they get to spend time in the location and there I am not there. So how can I see that a lot of the initiatives that I'm talking about, um, especially on the employee engagement podcast that that you would have potentially listened to, how can I see that there are leaderboards, um, that there is competition? Then it's kind of uh, appropriate at that point to ask the leader and all the person that you're coaching to present back to you. Uh, Can they take pictures and upload it? Could they take you on a virtual tour of their location could it makes me laugh because I often think like strap them up with a body cam and you could be there for the day why not though we have the ability to do things differently as long as we are accepting and we're not technical as long as we're accepting of technology and how it can support uh, and enable us to be able to to do and see things then those are possibilities Uh, maybe it's just a picture maybe they put it into a presentation and they, they walk you through it maybe they walk you through what they're working on in terms of project they share their screen you know uh, there's there's brilliant um project-based software out there trello slack but there's also that time where you get together you have a cup of coffee and delve into it and you you really get into those conversations all of those things again is the way that you communicate and the way that you adapt a strategy so the leadership style doesn't change (laughs) it's about It's about the strategy and the processes that change to match the new environment that you're now in. That's the way I see it. That's the way I've always seen it. What do I need to do to adapt to this particular environment to get a similar or even better outcome? What do I do? And also it comes down to trust, to trust that the work is still going to be delivered. One of the things that majorly happened over the last couple of years was that they couldn't see what was happening in the workplace. And therefore, the trust, they were like, oh, hang on a minute. Oh, you're just going to be off doing your own thing from home. Like, how do I know that you're doing what you're supposed to do? Well, that's where goal setting, uh, delivery of work, output can be looked at a little bit more than the how. I want to know the how so I can know the best practice to help people develop themselves, not know the how as in I need to watch everybody do every single thing that they do in order for me to feel satisfied that they're doing their work correctly. Of course, competence comes into it. It's about, but it's about the intention. Am I Am I wanting to see and see visually so that I can share the best practice with someone else and to check understanding? Or am I wanting to be able to visually see what they're doing like a spy cam because I don't trust them in what they're actually doing? So the way I approach, I give trust. It feels uncomfortable at times. I understand that when you move from one particular uh, way of working to another, give trust and your team will give you so much more back. If somebody breaks the trust, that then that's where the accountability comes in. Uh, but that these are the things that really uh, it should be kind of what you think about in terms of approaching uh, employee engagement for remote teams. Hybrid teams are just coming on to this point. It's got to be about fairness. Remember that kind of the belonging, the values, how people feel safe, how they feel like... Um, they, they are in control and, and they can have a little bit of autonomy. Uh, when you have a hybrid team and, you know, so you've got one a set of people that are working remotely 
and you've got a set of people in the office, what can end up happening is that they feel left out. Ultimately, they don't feel like they belong with the office team. So again, it comes down to those relationships. I remember listening to Paul Abercrombie talk about uh, what happened with his remote team and the hybrid team. So what he had was um, he did set up cameras in the office so that the remote team could feel like they were actually with uh, the team that were in the office because they could see them, they could interact with them. And it, it was a, a full virtual um, screen and uh, they could, yeah, they could interact all day long. That's brilliant. Again, that's technology enabling people to feel more connected to something. Uh, but it is about the way that you approach the challenge versus viewing it as something that is causing a problem. How do you get around it? Where there is a will, there is a way. I did say earlier, don't underestimate the impact of being together. If you can go to them, if you can pre-plan time where you can spend together as a team, for example, you book out a meeting room and everybody travels there. And maybe it's a reduced uh, working day because uh, from an expense perspective, it's not about staying overnight and, and paying more for that. But it's about being productive with the hours that you have together when you get to the shared workspace. Maybe that's an option. Uh, or like I said earlier, getting your team together maybe it's two people that live in um or three people that live in a, a similar area that aren't that far away that can get together that can really support uh that uh relationship building and that those experiences i'm going to come on to this because it is one of the most passionate parts of engagement uh that i that i talk about and gallup ran a survey about best friends at work we, they originally were getting sort of, you know, in a good workplace, about 30 percent of people would say, yes, I have uh, I have a best friend at work or I have, uh, you know, some meaningful relationships within my workplace. Within a remote team, they are starting to see an engagement survey where that is going down. And I did talk about that a little bit more on the last podcast episode when I talked about how to improve employee engagement. Um, 33 percent going down that's where people are going to feel less loyal. It's going to feel where they, they don't feel like they belong and they could potentially start looking at other options outside of the organization. So I see the biggest challenge for a remote based team is really the relationships now. It's how they build those relationships that were that just happened naturally where you would just end up talking to someone next to the photocopier or you would end up, you know, having a coffee or catching up for lunch because you had the same lunch break. Those things are now not happening when people work from home. So how do we how do we enable that to happen? How as leaders can we encourage different dynamic ways of people building better relationships? So that's my thoughts on employee engagement for remote teams. Uh, there may be more specific challenges to your industry that you may want to talk about. And if so, by all means, please get in touch. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day and ciao for now. <laughs>